Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. I get asked all the time, why is it that my cold outreach doesn't work? I'm reaching out to a lot of people. I've got people on my team contacting a gazillion different potential clients, but nobody is responding. And on this episode, I want to talk about the worst cold outreach messages that I receive every single week. It's people who reach out via email. It's people who reach out via LinkedIn, and they're just doing a poor job of it. And the problem is that if you are doing that, you're actually hurting the entire sales industry. So it's not just you. It's not just your clients. You're actually making it so that everyone else is like, ugh, don't reach out to me. If anyone in sales reaches out, it just looks so awful. So what are some of those things and what should we be doing instead? Well, one of the things that we see is this notion of, you'll see a list of them. This is actually an excerpt out of my inbox. I tried to sanitize it because I'm not trying to humiliate people. I just want to illustrate what happened. So it's things like, hey, can we speak tomorrow? Or uh, the subject line is meeting request. Who's going to respond yes to that? Oh, meeting, meeting request? Oh, let me clear my calendar for you because clearly meeting request, that's someone I got to carve out time for. Or who's the appropriate person to contact for this? Which you may as well be saying, hey, who can I bug and harass from now to the end of time? I've gotten, there, there must be a company who is trying to give cold outreach tips to people in the building cleaning or janitorial field because I get requests every single week from people who say, hey, I'd love to come by and discuss your janitorial needs. Well, if they did any research, they would see that I've got a home office. I don't need janitorial needs for our office and lobby as they describe it. It's a total mess. Or quick question, quick question, like, I don't understand what people are thinking. Or my favorite is people reach out and say, well, we have the cheapest solution for this, or I can save you money on that. Well, guess what? What you're signaling at that point is that all that matters, the only thing that you can do is provide something cheaper, not necessarily something better. Or they say, hey, I'm going to be in your area next Tuesday, next Wednesday, something like that. It's an awful way to reach out to people because it reeks of desperation. And it's just not an effective way to reach out to people. Now, on LinkedIn, I see companies who are targeting certain types of industries, and they're not even smart enough to coordinate their activities together. So if you're doing this, just stop. If you want to get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. Like here's an example of, and I sanitize this because I don't want to call out these companies. I put a gray bubble over their faces and their names. But what I want you to see here is, um, hi, Ian, your profile caught my eye while browsing executives in the industry. Well, guess what? It's two different people from the same company, several days apart, reaching out with the exact same message. One person is the director of sales. One person is a sales executive the exact same message. What does that tell me? It tells me that these people are too lazy to do any work on their own. They're just copying and pasting. They're just playing the numbers game. They're just throwing up all this garbage. 
Is that someone you want to deal with? Is that someone who you're thinking, wow, you know what? These people really took the time to learn about my business. They're reaching out on a personalized basis. No, they're taking a generic shotgun approach. And I'm convinced that these people are going to be useless. Even if they had something I thought was of interest, I would say, no, this is a business is going to be too lazy. These are people who are not going to be willing to do the additional work to get it done right. And that's a real problem. So we need to make sure that we're reaching out more effectively than what these people are doing. So what should you do instead? For starters, do a little bit of research. Target specific industries, specific job roles. And then what you can do is you can reach out to them, and I'll give you one of two different approaches. The first approach is the business trends approach, which is there are certain trends that people have been coming to us to address in your industry. And here's what a couple of those trends are. If this is something that you're facing, I'd love to talk to you to see if there might be a fit. And if not, let me know so I know not to bother you. So that's one approach that says, hey, we're seeing trends. People are coming to us in this space. Here's how we might be able to help. The other one is kind of the, almost like the exclusion. And I don't mean making it like an exclusive club. I mean, basically telling somebody, look, there are only two or three reasons why it might make sense for us to speak. And so I'm assuming that maybe there isn't a reason, but let me share with you what those two or three reasons are. Now, if I'm doing a phone-based outreach, I could say to them, hey, I'm sure I interrupted you. Would you like to hang up now? No, look, there are two or three reasons why people in your role, in your industry, reach out to us for help. Is it okay if I share with you what those two or three are? You can tell me if it's worth continuing the conversation. Would that be okay? More often than not, people will say, yeah, that's fine. Great. Let me share with you the first two. You can tell me if one of those rings a bell. And you lay out now what you want to describe is people come to us because they're facing this challenge that has this impact on their business, or they're facing that challenge has this other impact on their business. Does one of those stand out? No. Okay. Let me give you the third one. The third one is something that's probably the most prevalent, which is this. Does, does one of those stand out? Because if not, I don't want to waste either one of our time. Because for the people who have one of those three issues, they tell us we can really help them. But if you don't have one of those issues, there's not much for us to talk about. What it's doing is it's sharing some level of humility that says not everyone's a good fit for us. Maybe we have something to talk about and maybe we don't. Instead of, hey, can I get in your calendar next Tuesday, next Thursday, tomorrow at 10 a.m.? I'm going to be in your area. Who's the best person to talk to about this, which is all about you selling stuff instead of presenting yourself as someone who's there to solve. So let me just summarize so you have some quick action steps. First, we wanna make sure that we don't have this type of pathetic outreach that is focused on yourself and when you might actually set up a time to meet with somebody and a quick question or all these little pattern interrupts that people have been taught that nobody responds to favorably. The second thing is that we wanna make sure that we're not just using automation to make ourselves look foolish. Instead, we're using the technology that's out there to do our homework in advance. Then when we reach out, we can reach out based on the challenges or problems that we solve for people in that industry and decide mutually if it's worth our time to have a conversation. If you do that approach, you might not end up in my folder that I call bad or stupid marketing, but instead, you might capture someone's attention and actually show up as someone who's there to solve, not sell.
there are topics you'd like to hear, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Please take the time to subscribe and share this with other people if you find it valuable. And if not, don't wish that on your enemies. And we'll see you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast. So long.